Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live their very best life. These are my passions, and that's what I'm going to do for you by inviting people on the show that can share a story, that can uplift you, motivate you, make your dreams come true with the right planning. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life will present to you. My next guest, Jonathan McReynolds, is a Grammy-nominated and stellar award-winning artist, songwriter, and producer. He is also the founder and CEO of the record label, Life Room Label. Jonathan has served as a judge on the last two seasons of BET's hit competition show, Sunday's Best, which wrapped his 10th season this summer and is performing on the, and he's also performing on the 51st annual GMA Dove Awards, which will air on October 30th on TBN. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, my man, Jonathan McReynolds. I do. How you doing? Pretty good. Hey, Jonathan, Steve Harvey and I, for many years, man, we did uh, Celebration of Gospel on BET. And we saw the yeah. evolution of uh, gospel music. Uh, I like to believe, you know, that uh, that uh, became, and I, I, I don't want to use this wrong you know, how the star power of gospel music grew and grew. Am I saying that incorrectly? Because I felt that with social media, you guys became uh, uh, venue acts, arena acts, and where you initially was just regulated to church, church venues. And so, Mm -hmm. and and it it was amazing watching that because of the fact that, you know, People will come in and and, and uh, do red carpets and all that, and it was it was. It was a, how is your role in watching that growth? What changes have you seen? What What do you think has it been the music, the style of music, or social media that has d- led to that tremendous growth in the brand of gospel music that we hear today? Well, no, I, I think it starts off with just the music, man. When you have you know the Kirk Franklins of the world that you know they have release music that, you know, might have started in the church and might have been, you know, meant for, you know, gospel music listeners, but they, they crossed over and, and became, you know, big songs just, com- you know, yeah, nightclub hits. Right? They were gospel <laughs> not, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvin Sapp never would have made it. Come on now. Yolanda Adams opening my heart. Come on now. I need you now. I'm smoking Norfolk. All of that stuff. You're about to make me really cry, John. Come on, man. Don't, don't do it oh, like see? that. This is early in the interview. This is early in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> never would have yeah, made it, saying, man. So never would have made it, brother. Things. Come on now. Yeah, all those songs, uh, they, they really just created a bigger platform for our generation. Uh, so now we're not even just looking at, okay, you know, what Sunday service can we sing at? No, we are, we're thinking of, hey, you know, we can go into these big venues, theaters, right. we can do club tours. It doesn't matter where we are. We bring the same thing. We're going to bring the same uh, atmosphere, the same music. It doesn't matter where we are. But when we go to these different places, uh, it allows people, whether they were in church every Sunday or visit just on Easter and Mother's Day, or they haven't been to church in 10 years. They all come to hear the music. And so it's just been really 
uh, an amazing uh, time to live in and do gospel because, yeah, the, the platform and what we can do with this music uh, is absolutely bigger. And I, I have to credit, you know, those incredible artists that I just mentioned and Mary Mary and many more uh, that really just, you know, changed the game for us. You know, I really, I, all those names, very familiar with. I know that uh, I'm from Houston, Texas, and Kirk Franklin is from um, from Dallas, yeah. Fort Worth area. And I remember when uh, his first hit song came out, which he celebrated, you know, anniversary on recently. Then um, that changed. You know, I remember I was doing a comedy concert. Steve was headlined. We sold out the music hall. And G. Anthony Brown was on the show. And I played that song right before we started our comedy show. Why we sing? Why we sing? Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and, it, it, and it was just a breakthrough song, and you know, Mary Mary, you know, uh, uh, change uh, shackles on your feet was a dance floor hit, you know, and then mm-hmm. Kurt Franklin came back with Stomp, that was a dance floor hit, and so all this music, you know, we in a club drinking and finagling around, but we out there dancing, and uh, I, I like to believe soaking in the word, but also. Dancing to the word. That's, that to me was a really a strong transition because, you know, nothing negative, but, you know, up to that point, gospel music wasn't perceived as a social music. It was perceived as church music. And when they started, when they, and I, and I do give a lot of credit to Kirk uh, because he, he transitioned and made it a crossover hit, a phenomenal hit, not just a baby hit, phenomenal hit. And God's property was out there doing things and touring on doing plays and all those good things. So but uh, when I look at your talents today, Jonathan, because social media plays a big role in who you are. Tell us how you use it, because it creates a lane of independence for you that 10 years ago was not available. Yeah, I think that's the big shift that we're seeing, Uh, even though labels are still important and are still relevant and. You know, we're, we're blessed, you know, that labels have much bigger pockets than we normally would have, especially when we're starting off. Uh, you know, social media still gives us that opportunity to reach directly to, you know, the crowd, directly to fans, directly to people, directly, directly to other believers and even pastors and everything. They can see what we're doing, what we're releasing, what we're working on, even if they haven't seen the official promotion, you know, from the label that they haven't heard the official radio single yet they can still see, you know, kind of firsthand what we are and what we're working on. And so I think social media definitely allows us to do more. I, you know, even back in, you know, Kirk Franklin, you know, when he was uh, changing the game, you know, it was pretty simple then. It was kind of, well, not simple, but it's kind of straightforward. You know, you release a record. Right. Uh, you know, you gets on the radio, whatever, you know, hopefully it hits and gets the number one on the radio chart. And then maybe we'll do some gigs around it. But now, I mean, there's so much more we can do. We got, you know, we can, uh, we can do tours. We can do contests. We can do, uh, hashtags and just have, you know, trendy things. I was actually nominated for a Grammy for a song that wasn't even a single, but because it had such a viral, uh, nature to it. And I, I mean, people, uh, all the way from, you know, pop stars at Disney and, you know, uh, escape and all these other people, they were singing this song, singing this run. And it was, it became so viral that it actually had impact on the Grammys, even more so than the radio single that went number one. And so, uh, it's just a different day where you have, there's, there's less rules. Uh, and the whole point is just to make something that really speaks to the people, speaks to the culture and you'll win. 
Now you doing your latest singing, uh, moving on, featuring Mavara Marley music. I, 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 that, that's my man there. That's my, that's my man right yeah, there. Yeah, good Now, how did you guys yeah. get together on this single? Hey man, honestly, we've known each other for a very long time. I, I had to remind them that a long time ago, I used to sing with a group, uh, five guys. It was like, it was like, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. singing with a group? What were you? What were y'all doing? <laughs> that didn't sound like R and B right there, Jonathan. Singing with a group. Oh, like, no, no, that sounds like new edition right there. That sounds like new edition for gospel. Huh? <laughs> it was close. It was close. It was close. Uh, it was close. We had some of the same moves sometimes. There you go. Uh, there you go. But, we were singing, we were singing gospel, and uh, he actually was doing a concert, and we were, we were, uh, we were like opening for him at his concert, mm-hmm. and he he actually pointed me out uh, during his set. He pointed me out, and he prayed for me like in front of everybody. And I, you know, I think from then on, um, God was obviously speaking to him and letting him know that he's going to do something special with me, wow. even outside that group. And sure enough, uh, ten years later, man, uh, we're working together. I mean, that's my friend throughout. And uh, we decided it's about time that we actually did something together. And uh, moving on is is our baby, man. So I'm just really proud of it, bro. Yeah, I'm going to drop that because I, I had him on the show, man. Fell in love with the dude, man. And I, I like to believe that uh, I, he, he impacted me and I impacted him. That's why I founded Money Making Conversations to be able to talk to the, the behind the scenes concepts of why people are great. And then share those values on my show and hopefully inspire people to see that they can do it too. And so when I look at you, you know, you know, you, you, you gospel, now you, you've been on TV. How has the impact of being a judge? Cause I've been on Sunday's best because that's a tricky role to play because you have to be constructive, but not what they say, um, uh, damaging the people and, their, and, and, and getting them to the next level. How had the, you did one season? What did you, what did you do? To, did you make any changes to your style the second season, Jonathan? Nah, you know, I, now I would say that this second season, uh, they showed a lot more of our deliberation. And so people really got a little more mad than normal <laughs> than the first time. But yeah, I, I think that uh, it's, I, I, I've actually enjoyed it. You know, it, it kind of, I always love special things that, that kind of bring you outside of just the normal, you know, recording and performing. So I really enjoyed it, man. But honestly, you know, you just have to, at the end of the day. Uh, Let it out, John. At the end of the day, what? They can't sing, you have to tell them, at huh? The end, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, and you can ask, I was talking to Jesse Collins, who is the uh, producer. That's for my man, Jesse Collins. Uh huh. Yeah. He was just like, man. Gospel fans are the hardest fans ever. I mean, you, you you would think that these people couldn't sing if you looked at Twitter. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. And they are great. You know, they're just not everybody's favorite. And so at the end of the day, we, no matter how hard the judges are, regular people that probably can't sing are still going to be even harder. And so I think uh, they all, all, a lot of the contestants, you know, I can still talk to. They still DM me from time to time. They still fill me in still ask me for advice and help on certain things. So I think, you know, it's all love. They understand, you know, that, you know, we have to be critical, but we just wanted to make them better. And I, over the time, you see how they become not just singers, because church is full of singers. But as you were talking about, because the industry, the genre has expanded so much because of people like Kirk and Marvin and, and Mary Mary. And yourself. You be and yourself. Anymore. Because let me just, you Thank know, you. I cannot deny, the, 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 you know, play down what you do. Okay, because it's, you play an important role because of the fact that you are you're a decision maker. 
you defining people's careers and and also uh, people's voices. And then when it comes to gospel music, the problem that church people, because I was I've done tours with Steve Harvey. Now I we did we did a tour with Kurt Franklin, and I went out there and they were telling me you need a you need a market on church radio station. I go, that's where the church people at, and I wasn't selling no tickets. I was I was on all the church quote unquote church radio stations. When I went back to R and B stations. Jonathan, I started selling tickets. So that lets me know that you can't define that audience or you can't, sometimes you can't even locate that audience because they all have values that, 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 that can, can, can mislead you into saying this is where they're at. And so when you deal with church songs, you know, just because they can't sing, People feel they church music, you know. They, that might be tied mm-hmm. to a, a happy moment or a dark moment in their life, or somebody was yeah. sick and they so, so so when they hear somebody singing it, and in their mind, when they heard it, that's what's gonna stay with them forever. And so that's why they're so hard when it comes to church music, because church music is different. I can I can hear a different version of a Marvin Gaye song, and I'm cool with it, boy. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> But don't, but don't mess up my church song. Don't come on, come on, come on now, come on now, come on now. No, I understand. Come on, and that's, I, mean, that's, I mean that's a good point. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely, man. And that's why. That's why when I look at you, man, I be I be checking you out, man, because you know my boy Kurt and everybody, and Jesse's doing the production over there. BT. I've always been a big fan of what they're doing for the gospel lane because of the fact that mm-hmm. you know we all know that these type of shows aren't always the best, most watched shows, but they need it, man. They're necessary because they they fill mm-hmm. a void and they also allow us to share in a. I, I call it good food, eating good food. You all you want to do is good food yeah. for your soul. And that's what good church gospel shows are. And so with, with you being a judge, has it helped your brand from a social standpoint or from a marketing standpoint? You know, you walking in the airports, people recognize you, you going to 7-Eleven, people say, hey, my <laughs> man, Jay, Jay, Jay. How's it help your yeah. brand overall? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's great because, you know, honestly, because of the way my music is and honestly, you, you're saying that, you know, back in the day, uh, back when you guys were touring with Kurt, you know, you would see that the church folks and people that wanted to come to the concerts, right. sometimes they're listening to the R&B stations. Well, it's even, it's even more spread out now. You mm-hmm. think you kind of knew, you, you, don't, you can't even track black people now, much less, <laughs> you know, the black people that go to church. Right, right. We all over the place. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, bring in, you know, when you, when you get to do the type of music that I do, and I've been actually touring clubs and venues i haven't toured a church in a very long time you know as far as um you know just going from from church to church so the thing is we have to we get to find people in different places but bt sunday best that was still kind of a hub for a different generation like maybe an older generation of gospel people that Mm -hmm. you know before everything got all chaotic you Mm -hmm. know before before we started spreading out and and you know our generation we we barely went to church growing up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the generation that really did, um, you know, they're still watching Sunday Best. And those are the people, oh, absolutely. Uh, they'll, 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 they'll call me Young Buck in the middle of, you know, the airport. Young Buck, because that's what Kurt calls me. Right. <laughs> so I know, it, I know that's man. where they got it from. I yeah. know it, they watch Sunday Best. Well, I, I love Kurt Franklin. Man. He can do no wrong with me, man. That brother, man, is so special to me. And, you know, of the 13 years we did... Uh, uh, Celebration of Gospel, that branded Steve's Harvey so deep in the black community. 
It, 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 so I know how loyal black people are. And so you're getting a base, Jonathan, that is loyal for you, will follow you to your grave and pray for you when you're sick and celebrate you your success. And that's what you really want when you're talking about your brand and building your brand. And then from an educational standpoint, you have a master's in what now? What's your master's in? Theology, master, right? Master in biblical studies. Yeah. And then, and so you're a professor at Columbia College. Tell me, how are you marrying all these different lanes and 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 still be a good looking guy? You know, because in the end, you're still a good looking guy. Okay, John. Thank you, man. Let's go be real now. You're a good looking guy now. A lot of things going on in your life now. You know, how are you juggling all these balls up in there? It's it's definitely a juggle, bro. It's, it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely tough. So, but I love know, it, man. Me as I grow stronger, yes, sir. Because no, now, I mean it's crazy, man. I love all those lanes, man. I love I love the different looks. You know, mm-hmm. I love being a, a adjunct professor at Columbia. That's one actually. That's probably one of the favorite parts of my life. Right. Uh, I took off for this uh, semester so I could tour, but uh, you know that's really um, my one of my favorite things to do is teach. As a matter of fact. I've had to choose between singing and teaching. Unless the Lord told me something different, I probably would choose teaching. So mm-hmm. it's just really, uh, you know, one of my favorite parts. And, you know, all of that, man, it, it keeps me, you know, uh, it keeps you, you know, uh, the, the Bible in Ecclesiastes, it says, invest in seven ventures, even eight, because you don't know what disaster will come upon the land. Basically, you don't know which one of these things are going to succeed. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't put all your eggs in one basket. So I really appreciate you know just kind of diversifying not just with money but just with my enjoyment in life and my fulfillment that it doesn't always have to all come from music and singing but there's some that comes from teaching there's some that comes from my nonprofit, which is Elihu Nation which is really even more teaching just uh, about wisdom and more spiritual things uh those are the things that really keep me fulfilled um and, and, and you know diversifies my life well, you know, uh, first of all, you know, you recently gave out a $30,000 in scholarship. We're going to go there by this nonprofit. Let's, let's tell everybody what he does. He speaks it and he does it at the same time. But you got an upcoming performance coming up on the 51st annual Dove Awards. Tell us about that. It's October 30th on TBN. Another big branding moment for you. When, when I talk about money making conversation, it's about branding. It's about marketing. It's about doing the things to keep your platform moving forward. You have great relationships with my man music. You got, you know, Kurt Franklin, you know, you, 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 you're teaching in college, uh, you, you're touring in clubs, you have two back-to-back seasons on Sunday Best, and now you have the Dove Awards. That really is what, you, what you're trying to do. You're trying to build a model for success. That sounds good when you list it like that. Thank you. Well, I'm just, I'm just repeating good, what I know about you. I brought you on the show because yeah, guess man. what? You got it going on. When I start saying, and that's what I want people to understand is that sometimes people are pigeonholed. You, oh, you can't do this. You're only supposed to do this. And I say to anybody, yeah. if you, there are 24 hours in the day. Learn to take advantage of each hour. That's what I tell people. So now, if you're struggling saying I'm not a morning person, there are people out there who get up in the morning and do things while you're sleeping. And that's the type of person I see you as, Jonathan. You're a person that said, God has given me the ability to wake myself up, breathe, and move forward physically with no restraints. You know, I'm not. Well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm not. I'm not always a morning person, but I'm definitely. I'll stay up all night until it's done, person too. 
So, well, you know, uh, well, you got to if you if you push if you push it morning before you get up, you got to get some sleep to get back up. Okay, yes, sure. yeah. <laughs> so I ain't gonna get mad at you, gentlemen. So, so tell us about the TBN experience that you're gonna do with uh, the Dove Awards on October 30th. Yeah, man, I'm excited about it, man. You know, GMA has always supported me and my music. It's kind of a a platform that uh, you know has tried its best to kind of diversify the the Christian music experience. Yes. I mean, we got some stuff over here in gospel, but you know, there's CCM, there's that worship music, mm-hmm. uh, there's hip hop, you know, there's bluegrass, you know what I'm saying? There's a whole bunch that, that falls under uh, Jesus music. And so they uh, do, they do what they can to kind of show and platform all those different things. And so I'm honored, man, that they, that they brought me on the show. Uh, it's proven to be a real good um, meeting ground for a lot of different cultures. Uh, especially in these crazy times, uh, times of protest and, you know, just kind of racial tension and all the other stuff. It's been a, a really good platform to kind of talk about things uh, from a like-minded space, you know, saying mm-hmm. what brings us together at the very least is Jesus, you know. So uh, we have uh, been able to have real good conversations. And then, yeah, I'm going to uh, sing and it's going to be really dope. I like the way that they're positioning the whole thing. It's really just tell the story. Of, uh, of 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 racial tension and unity, awesome. uh, but how the church could do something about it. I tell you, I just had Lecrae on the show. We talked about that. My boy Travis Green has been on the show. Molly Music. We just talked about. He's doing the song, the single with you. That's moving on. That's uh, out now. And uh, now, Jonathan. Mac Reynolds, I want to thank you for coming on the show, man. Grammy nominated, stellar award winning artist, songwriter, producer, you know, uh, all around. Uh, you got 24 hours in a day. And I tell you, this young man, he may not be a morning person, but when he goes to sleep, he tired. I'm just let you know. He tired. <laughs> I'm definitely he yeah, tired. Hey, hey, John, thank you for coming on the show, man. I thank you for coming on the show. Hope you had a good time, man. I know it's the first time we I've interviewed you on the show. I always know these doors are open, man. I, when people come on the show, man, I put your brand out there, brother, with social media, newsletters, all kind of things, because your brand needs to be recognized as a true success story, my friend. Okay. Thank you, man. I can tell you, really good brother. Thank you so much, man. We talk soon. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. We talk soon, my friend. All right. If you want to hear more money making conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host. Cool.